guys. Today's another episode of the Joy Lifestyle Podcast. Today we're going to have a guest, Matt Cressman. What up, what up? One, two, one, two. It's me, Matthew Cressman. Uh, you know, I'm a ninth grader at Bless. I work at McDonald's, play basketball. That's my little introduction. Okay. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about uh, working at McDonald's and the pros and the cons at working at 14. Okay, well, uh, I haven't really had a whole lot of experience with that because I, I wasn't actually working at 14. I was actually doing experience with working, but I was also getting paid for it. So technically I wasn't working, but I wasn't I wasn't like getting paid hourly. I was just getting paid in tips. So, but you can, you can tell me your perspective on it. Well, here's the thing. Working just sucks in general, actually. I mean, it takes away if it takes away a lot of your free time too, because like you know you're working, but you're still you're still making bank, I guess. If you find you like if you find better jobs, you pay better, and like more hours, I guess, I guess it's better than McDonald's, but still, you're not really gonna find one at fourteen because you can legally only work two days on school days anyway. Plus, so, uh, yeah, school days you can only work two days. There's, like, a max amount of hours you can work in a week at my age. And even if they give you the max, I still think, because if you're struggling, right, and you want to help out your parents, if they give you the max, I don't think it would be enough, because I know a guy that was working quite a bit during the summer because he was grounded the whole time, right? And then uh, he, he worked a buttload, and then, I, I just thought his paychecks were kind of low for working how much he worked. Yeah, that's, I think that's a tough thing too. But, um, for me, when I was, when I was doing work experience, the honeypot, it wasn't always easy. Like it was, it, I mean, for me, it was pretty stressful actually, because, um, I found like there's lots of dishes and it was just too, it got, just got to be too much. So I actually ended up going to something else and I actually ended up going to, Norris Ford and doing work experience there and it was more like like washing their like the shop floors and stuff and then I actually ended up getting a job there um and I ended up washing lot vehicles for that that summer after my a few summers after my graduation I ended up um washing lot vehicles and then I ended up getting a job as tire removal just recently and then um, I'm on snow removal in the winter, but they do tire removal right before spring hits. And then that's what I have on that. But, uh, if you have any other things that you want to talk about, uh, I'll hand you the mic. Take it. So, um, that's the thing when you're working at honeypot, is that like all you did wash dishes? Um, yeah, <laughs> that pretty much sums it up right there. It was, and you had to be careful because the one thing you had to really watch is that people didn't just throw like the cast iron pans in there and forget them in there because they rust really quickly like it's like instant i don't know how it happens but i think that's the way the way they are but yeah it was that's kind of what i think on it too and i think i agree with what you're saying well here's the thing at mcdonald's right so there's like two areas you can be trained for kitchen or trained for like literally everything else like drive through front counter making coffees fries don't count in kitchen and then like drive through i guess i don't know if i already said that but when you're in kitchen right there's lots of responsibilities but 
since there's like not many it's a smaller thing because all you do is like you make the burgers and stuff you transfer them to the other side of the kitchen where you put them in the boxes and then you just hand them out but everybody else is dealing with most of the stress i i would think because when you're running drive-through at like lunchtime when you run drive through like lunchtime on a weekday or a weekend, it, it's really busy. Like I was working drive through today. Oh my goodness. I don't I don't think I stopped taking orders my whole eight hour shift today. Maybe for like two minutes max. So I don't know if it was that busy at the honeypot. Well yeah, I I don't know. I think like I know like a lot of the people that were taking orders too, and I think that I definitely think they were pretty stressed out because I can you can kind of tell when people are stressed out too, but um, I I would actually not want to be a, a waiter um, because it's pretty stressful for them because sometimes they they get the wrong orders and stuff and then they get they're the one that gets the blame, but um, sometimes the cooks mix something up too. It just depends on the the communication, right? And I think the communication is a big thing. Um, what do you think about communication? Well, yeah, communication is very big because, you know, you hand out the wrong order, people complain, and then people complain, you get yelled at by your manager. Like, obviously, you don't want to be yelled at by your manager, especially like those, like those one or two managers that you just despise. <laughs> like lots of lots of people. There, there was this manager that just left our McDonald's. I'm not gonna name drop because I'm not that guy, you know. <laughs> You're not that guy. I'm not, not that, that guy. guy. But, okay, lots of people didn't like her because she was just, she was just, uh, as she put it, her personality was very bold. <laughs> she was a very bold person. She had a very bold personality. But even the managers didn't seem to like her because, I don't know, I, I kind of found her a little bit of a hypocrite because one day, one day I was just sitting, or no, I was leaning because we were pretty slow that day. She told me, like, Oh, they do this little, little cheesy little saying at McDonald's where they go, if there's time to clean, there's time to clean. But there was nothing to clean because it was always slow. And then she tells me that, right? And then she kind of gives me a little lecture. But I see her leaning on the fryer doing absolutely nothing, right? It's just like, plus, actually, I'm not going to go there. But uh. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. But, you know, I also got a customer today. He was just an absolute, like, he he was not a nice person, right? He came through. He always asked for extra crispy bacon. And I, I sometimes I tell him, like, I don't know if we can make it extra crispy because it comes pre-cooked, right? And we just warm it up. He he yelled at me. He's like, he, uh, he, he told me, uh, you, you better make it extra words. crispy. You better make it extra crispy because I told you to, like, like, that's not very nice. Like, did you have to deal with that at Honeypot? Um, no, I I didn't have to deal with any of that. But I also had had give was given orders and tried my best to follow them, which wasn't always easy because sometimes I'd have to, you know, put put stuff through the wash and then like get it out quick. And if you if you're trying to be too quick on the like the washing, you don't do a good job. But that's that's the times when you actually get yelled at and you get, well, I guess they weren't yelling at me that much, but they were kind of, they were kind of rushing me. And that's kind of the trouble with like certain, certain places when you're working for like a place that's like a restaurant as I find they rush you quite often and it gets to be pretty stressful.
Oh, yeah. When you're working drive-thru, right, and you're taking orders, because, like, the first window is called the booth, because it's just a little booth. That person in booth, for the most part, is usually just, like, he's either take he's taking orders and payments at the same time, and it gets really stressful. So, like, one time, one time, like, I was just, it was really busy. It was probably about 12.30, and I was, I took this girl's payment, and she, I was like, it's going to be 36.02, and she was like, okay. She tapped her card. She went to the next window. And then I tell the guy that comes after her, it's going to be like 206. And he's like, our order was supposed to be like 30 something dollars, right? That's that's when you know you messed up because people paying for the wrong orders, then it gets all messy, right? So after it gets all messy and all that, like you mess up the whole drive through system, essentially. You got to give out refunds, see if people have the right food. See if people are like, I don't know. They're just... Sometimes they get really mad and sometimes they don't. Like, uh, if I when I'm a customer, if oh, uh, like I I understand if employees make mistakes because I'm I'm an employee, right? So I don't freak out at them. But I also I also understand why people would freak out at me because they're in a rush. But then again, I'm a 14 year old kid working at McDonald's. All right, give me a little break, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's just it. I think too. I think I think when you're young, it's it's a little harder. I think um it's very important for them to like maybe tell you like to be a little quicker or something like if you're not as quick as you should be but i don't know like i think there's a time and place to like be like adamant on like someone being faster and having to hurry up but and i think it all depends on the workplace too i think it depends on everything too like it's not just the workplace it's it's at home and stuff probably too and like at friends houses like if you're trying to go to like a hockey game or something like let's say for example you go to a hockey game with some friends you don't want it like if the game's at 7 30 you don't you don't if you're not living in town you don't want them to leave at like 7 30 and be there by like an hour later like if you live out of town or whatever but like you want to try and leave at a reasonable time i try and leave like quite a bit earlier so i can get my stuff done that i need to do in town and stuff and like for me it's just easier to like be earlier um, I don't know what you think on that, but I think um, I'll hand you the mic again, and we'll see what you think. Well, well, yeah, I guess, like, if you live out of town, well, for me, it's different because we don't have driver's license or cars yet, so you can't really blame them. You can be, like, a little upset at them, but, like, you you can't really take it out on them because their parents have to drive them. Their parents have to drive them back to their house if they're going back to their house that night. Like... Out of town people, it's it's harder, but in town, I I'd say it's pretty easy, especially if you live close to the arena. But like you know, the people that live over on the other side by Walmart and all that, I I can see why they would be a little bit late too, especially like if their parents are busy or if they have homework or something. I guess, or you know, lots of people have lots of excuses. So, but usually I'm on time. But there was some there was some cases where I was late, right? I don't think anybody's actually uh, like gotten mad at me, but like they've been like, "Why'd you show up? It's already the second period. You should have just stayed home. There's no point in coming." You know what I mean? No, and that's what I think too. And I think people like like are trying to be adamant on like you being late. I guess being late is something you got to work on. Maybe to be earlier, maybe leave earlier, whatever it is that you have to do. But I think that's a big part of it. Like just in life in general, like if you're gonna be being too late to do something like that you want to do like if you're 
too late, for example, if you want to get a certain job somewhere or you want to, I don't know, like if you ever want to start a podcast or something, I think it depends on when you want to start and what you like, what you want to accomplish. And for me, like what I wanted to accomplish is I wanted to like, you know, have something that I, I value and, and find um, purpose in type thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's something that we have to find um, something. We have to find something that um, like we value and we find fun. And I don't know if you think that too, but I'll hand you the mic again and see what you think on that. Well, that's where responsibility plays in, right? You can't, you can't just, like, show up late to a job interview. Or, like, maybe if you're constantly late with your friends, you'll lose those friends because they've been asking to, like, hang out or something. Go to the hockey game. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. But if you're always late or don't even show up, like, you're going to lose those friends because they're going to be bummed out that you never come. You're all just, they're going to come to a point where eventually they're just not going to invite you anymore because they're always late or you're always not coming, right? Like, I know a few people that are like that. A few people that are, like, always late or something, but I don't know. I let the other people do, like, the judgment because I'm, I'm kind of like that when it comes to school, you know? Grade 9 health class, Miss uh, Miss Raj- Mrs. Rajat. She, she, <laughs> she knows that uh, I don't hand in my work sometimes, like, my, uh, my super size me questions or whatever. <laughs> and that little project we're working on right now, you know what I mean? We're like two slides in and it's been like three classes, but it's it's just health class. Come on. Who really cares about health class? As long as you pass, as long as you pass and then as long as you like do decent in grade nine, you can do the classes you want in grade 10. Then grade 10, same thing. You go to university or you don't go to university. You plan out your life from there. But like, what do you think? Um, I think it depends on what you want to do with your life. If you want to be um like if you want to be a doctor you have to like do a whole bunch of stuff for like that's not just like you got to learn about health and stuff i find like health is convenient if you're if you're trying to get a job as like a doctor or like if you're a, like a, if you're a girl and you're a nurse like i don't know if there's male nurses or not they're, i'm thinking there probably is but yeah, it's just not as common canceled right there but like um <laughs> uh, but yeah like i think um it's very important for people to like if they want to pursue something that like pays good then i think it's very important for people to pursue that and i mean honestly if i could do any job at all for the rest of my life and get paid a certain amount a year after taxes i honestly like would probably consider either being a podcaster for the rest of my life i know that's a very very uh, like ridiculous thing to list or i'd be a personal trainer and a nutritionist which is what i'm hoping to actually do because personal trainers get paid like i think it's like around 40 grand a year and then your nutritionist makes like twice as much it's like it's probably it's it's maybe more than twice as much but I, i think it depends on how how good you are too at it like if you're really good at what you do you obviously make more and then the bigger companies are gonna wanna um, hire you and that's what I think on that too but I don't know what your thoughts are on that but well I, I don't really know much about personal trainers or nutritioners but 
nutritionist. Yeah, nutritionist. <laughs> oh no. But anyways, yeah. I mean, you could you could just tell people what to eat. It's pretty. Maybe it's not this simple in like reality, but I feel like lots of people just view it like that. They probably measure their like metabolism, their weight, their height, what they usually eat, and all that. Calculate it all down and give them like a perfect diet plus exercise plus all of that good stuff, right? So, I don't know. I don't know if you could become one in Wainwright per se, because may maybe you could. I feel like you would have a better chance of that in the city, not not even like Edmonton. Like you could go to Lloyd, go like anywhere a little bit bigger. Like uh, I don't know. It doesn't have to be that big of a city. You know what I mean? No, and I, I I agree with you on that. I think um, I think Lloyd is is probably where I'm thinking of going because it's the closest to Wainwright that I can think of. Um, I think it depends on if you're on the Alberta side or Saskatchewan side, which I think that I don't know a lot about it, but I think most of your um your gyms and stuff are on the Alberta side, but I don't know that for sure. I'd have to look it up and stuff. But um, I think nutritionist like if you're if you're good at what you do and you recommend the right things um people are gonna definitely refer you to other people um and then help you grow as a personal trainer and a nutritionist i think that's very important for people to know that and i think um the training would come in handy um when you least expect it to yeah there's always those jobs but like have you ever thought like how much do you know how much walmart readers make no. Well, I don't either. But th their job is really easy, I guess. Like, shout out to my boy, Kale. He's the Walmart greeter. Kale, K corner Kale right there. He's my favorite Walmart greeter. It's like, he just graduated too, actually. So maybe maybe he's just a little on the slow side, but I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he gets out of Walmart, though. He's also a cart pusher, so that's a little bit up the ranks of being a Walmart employee. But maybe I'll go to Walmart when I turn 16, because... From what, what I've heard from, like, people like my cousin, Keegan, uh, Brad, all of them saying Walmart's, like, pretty decent. Especially if you have to do, like, just, it's just restocking shelves. You know what I mean? Or if you work night. Actually, never mind, because they have the, ro they have the robot to clean, right? Well, if you work overnight and do merch merchandise and you make extra money. Yeah, that's You get paid overtime. Yeah, but, uh. What else is there? Cashier? Yep. Cashier. The people the people that bring out the mobile orders, I'll probably want to do that because... That's pretty easy. It, it's pretty easy. Plus, like, you just sit in there waiting for people to show up. Then you just bring it to the cart. Yeah. Your car. <laughs> Sitting plus, and get made. Plus, like, if you also get your friends. You also get your friends to work there. It's not going to be bad. Like, when I, when I first got hired, right, three of my friends, or two of my friends joined me. So there was the three of us. Then like my one friend quit. My one friend quit after like a month, but my other one's still there. But I work. I work ridiculously more than him because he's always calling in or something or like booking time off. Like his his family just does like the most random camping trips ever. They'll, they'll tell him like two days before, and then like the manager will pull up to me and they're like, "She'd like to work these shifts this week." I mean, during the summer, I guess, but not during school because. I got focus on school too, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think you it's definitely important for you to focus on school too and I think um to like some people like absolutely despise school. Um I don't know what you think, but I 
I think that for me, I, it was very important for me to go to school. Um, and I had some I had some times where it was like really hard to be at school. Um, and like one thing I'll actually bring up because of that is um, the one time when I was actually at school, I was at school like it was like I was the weekend. It was like not a great weekend. It was actually pretty bad. And uh, what happened was my I think it was on the Friday, my uh, my cousin got into a car accident and she ended up like that was like this the Monday we were told about it. And then um, so I ended up and ended up she didn't actually make it. And I was like really hoping she was going to make it and she didn't end up not making it. And then so like the Monday I went to school, I just didn't want to talk to anybody. And I was like closed off and I was I had my like like I didn't have headphones and stuff because I didn't really have an iPod then. But I was like trying to like close myself off, trying to talk to anybody. And I had one person like come up to me and like apologize. And he was kind of the guy that was like always bullying me and stuff. So I just kind of I thought like I said, like, please leave me alone. And he wouldn't leave me alone. And then he like kept kept on me. So I turned around and grabbed him and slammed him in the locker. And then I and then I and then I like let him go and then I walked away and then when I I was walking away it was actually very very similar to like the amazing spider-man scene yeah. I'm not even kidding it's very similar to that it, it happened like exactly the same which I didn't I didn't even know about the amazing spider-man one at the time before that so I obviously must have got this figured out before it even happened but it was kind of funny and then so like I it happened and then like when, when I went to like walk away I was like it, it looked exactly the same and I like was wiping my face because I was crying and then my one friend she like gave me a hug and then like I like left and then after that like like it was like a couple weeks after like I didn't really say anything about it but they everyone knew after a while and then I was like I it was funny because I was like I must have replayed this like scene I replayed this scene in this movie I didn't even realize that it was pretty funny actually but and then but after that me and him are really good friends and he's 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 good to me now so but uh what are your thoughts on that is that like wait what year was this like what year uh this was like 2014 or 2015 oh so that's not that's not the one with the buddy bench right oh maybe it was maybe it was just after that it had to have been just after just after the right before they put the buddy bench down because that was that was my cousin that that they had her on the bench and stuff oh. but yeah so that's that's what that was well kids kids nowadays don't really get bullied i don't think i don't think okay because i don't get bullied I don't see lots of bullying going on. Like, I see, I see kids that, theoretically, in the movies, okay, I'm not a bad guy. In the movies, they would get bullied. But there's not there's not much bullying going on at school. Maybe, there, maybe there's a little tease here and there. A little tease, but most, most of the part is just friendly, you know? Because I, I don't, I don't want to say it's the school kind of fixed it, because that's a little... Like, I, I, I did not like dealing with the anti-bullying stuff, but I, I feel like the school also kind of fixed it, you know? Well, yeah, I think I think that too, but I think also maybe because of some of the things that happened with, with me in school and stuff too, maybe kind of partially did that. But I also kind of think, I, I partially think, and that's just, this is what I think on it. Um, when they had Mr. Lindsay at the blast as a principal, I think he was the best principal we had. Um, cause the two times I actually got into scraps, um, we had to go to the office and we had to deal with him and he was actually fun to deal with because he was actually very lenient and he'd be like, 
he'd be like asking us like how how it happened and stuff and we'd tell him and then really all he it, the only thing he made us do is like like apologize to each other and then like the one kid like edison weeks i had to like give him a hug once edison yeah so i had to give him a hug once and that was that was pretty much all i had to do and then like apologize to him and then me and him were good buddies after that like, like me and him were really good friends and then another time we, we didn't really like fight as much but i definitely like the first time that edison weeks i actually slammed in a locker twice and hit he, he hit his head twice in the locker and then he fell on the ground but um they also didn't help that the people in there went crazy they were in the gym locker room and i don't know if there's a dent on that locker or not but yeah the people went crazy and then that's that's what they kind of spilled the beans there so we got we got in trouble there but uh you know mr cole right yeah. Yeah, Mr. Cole. He's our principal now because Miss Folk left, right? So uh, last year, last year I kind of got suspended. You know what I mean? I got I got suspended because my one friend he was he had his pants down kind of. So I I like nobody really noticed because he was doing it intentionally, right? He was doing it intentionally. He had his pants down, and then he was like, I just pulled him down more so people knew, and then I got suspended. But like before that, he poured a whole Gatorade on my head. Got off spot for free. I had to sit in that in-school suspension room with sticky hair from the Gatorade. My clothes stained. I smelled like pure sugar, you know? I smelled like pure fruit punch, okay? I, I was sitting there just like, I don't know. I was like, this is kind of dumb. Why did I get suspended? But it was, he, was, he was also chill, Mr. Cole. He didn't really yell at me. He was just like, all right, I'm going to have to give you an in-school suspension for a day. That's all. Uh, I went in the room for half the day. I came back the next day. I went in the room. That's all that happened, you know. But there's there's been like other things. So in grade seven, this kid he he put his lock he put his lock on the light in the locker room. Oh no! <laughs> and he tried to undo it, and he failed his code, and the whole light fell off. Right? Oh. Nothing happened to him. Nothing <laughs> happened to him. And we all, but the, our punishment was like combined though. We had to uh, change in the bathrooms. Every single kid in junior high and senior high had to change in the bathrooms. How long ago was that? Like what year? Grade seven. Grade seven. He was so, everybody hated him. When were you in grade seven? What year? Two years ago. Two years ago? Oh, I wouldn't have been there. Uh, but I do remember one one person I, I do remember, like, I wasn't there when that happened, but I think I do remember um so it wasn't just one person that's done that put the lock on there on the the light on the roof in the change room i've seen actually multiple people do it and it's usually the people that forget their codes <laughs> and they end up forgetting and they they just have to leave it up there and then they have to get per, the person that hands out the locks to do it because they're the only one that actually knows the codes to every every lock oh yeah um yeah, that that happened, but like this is this this is how they treat it now. If you forget your code and somebody like takes your lock and put it somewhere, right? You're not getting it back. <laughs> you don't get it back until the end of the year, so people can go through your stuff. And the last like three years I've been in junior high, some some pretty bad stuff happened on all that, all those clothes and the lost and found and everything. Everything like from people's lockers to shoes got like in the shower. Oh. One day, one day, some kid put everything in the lost and found in the shower, turned it on, then he, then he whizzed on it, you know. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> we, <laughs> but I think he framed it on some seventh graders, so we were chilling. Well, I I think uh, well, this is what I think on that, but uh, I think if his his name was Dennis, they should call him the Dennis the Menace. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what your thoughts are, are on that, but Dennis the Menace. I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of cheesy. But... <laughs> <laughs> really cheesy but still i mean he he was he was a little menace some kid some kids poor shoes were in that little patch that got absolutely sprayed with his little stream and then i i guess they kind of cleaned it they turned the shower on after but that that's not gonna help it's obviously not gonna help the shoes are just rank at that point you know what i mean well, I think it might might rinse his shoes off a little bit, but other than that, I don't think it'll help much. But um, do we have anything else to talk about this episode? Or are we gonna end it fairly quick oh, here? Because I, I, I think got... there's I think there's uh, hockey right away here, and we'll probably go to it. Yeah, I'm like in a little bit, but I got one more thing. So this poor little ginger kid left the school last year. He went to Regina for a few months, and then he moved back. His locker got terrorized everything his shoes is like white mostly white and black shoes got like colored on everywhere it's, like we put like garlic stuff you got about a little over 30 seconds to explain this dumped it in the toilet and then you know just a lot happened to his shoes so poor little jakey boy right there i'm sorry but like you were in regina okay he was in regina okay well thanks for uh being on the episode uh We'll uh, end this episode, and uh, hopefully you get your friends to listen to it. And if you know anybody that can, uh, you can recommend the podcast to, uh, definitely do that, and then we can grow the followers, and I'll have you on again for sure.